Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this weekend interview. And um, you might be listening to me on tdnradio.net or watching us on tdntv.net or on Facebook Live. We are also on Twitter. Uh, we will post the, um, the, the, the address for Twitter as well. But wherever you're listening to us from, welcome. I hope you had a great day. This is the 11th season of our 37th um program for for this year and um tonight i have a very very special discussion to you those of you who are familiar with this weekend interview know that i'm very passionate about um the environment protection of the environment i'm passionate about dominica and today uh, we tonight we're going to intersect them special good night to the folks who are listening to me on um, rvr jams they carry this weekend interview live on DigiPlay Channel 59 in Dominica. I have some folks who make this weekend interview a part of their weekly schedule, and every week I tell them I appreciate them. Um, I love the fact that you make the time to, to spend an hour or so with me, and I appreciate you for that. And if tonight is the first time you're listening to this weekend interview, I want to tell you welcome. And my objective is to make sure that you like what you hear. It stimulates you enough that you you will want to come back every you want to come back every week to listen to this week in interview so tonight i have a very special guest those of you who have seen um afi Mate on my show knows that he's one of the people that i admire the most because uh, and we'll get into it when he gets there but he he's somebody who has steadfast has stood steadfast in his belief and his principles and that and that is such a rare commodity and he's also brought along some some um, of his fellow compatriots, activists um, from the group called Moon Sewe. And we see them in Dominica. We see them put their, their bodies on the line um, on a regular basis. We see them get brutalized, and that hasn't slowed them down. So they're also really right up there on the group of, of people that I admire for, for standing with principle. And so, you know, I am anxious to get back to start our conversation with them. Tonight, we are going to focus on the people of Dominica. We're going to focus on the blessings that has been bestowed on Dominica. And we're going to focus and ask ourselves, have the people of Dominica been good stewards to those blessings that they enjoy by being residents on the island of Dominica? So many people refer to Dominica as the as the Garden of Eden. Uh, uh, do, we, do we feel proud? Do we feel proud uh, to be Dominicans? We had Flag Day, quote-unquote Flag Day, two days ago, and so many people posed with the Dominica flag with the hashtag, Nututse Dominica, something to that effect. But what exactly are you proud of when you say you're proud to be Dominica? Um, and if we're proud, let's say, of the beauty of Dominica, is it true that is that reflected in our actions? Do we protect Dominica the way we will protect our child? If we love our child, we will, we will try to save them from harm. So those are the topics, those are the themes that we're going to be exploring. You as an individual, what can you do to prove that you deserve to be enjoying the bountiful fruits of Dominica? But let's take a quick break. We listen to the CARICOM anthem. And when we get back, I am going to be joined um, by Afi Mate. And, and some members of the group of Moon Sewe. So stay tuned. From many distant lands Our forefathers came Some seeking adventure Some bound in chains 
battles waged and fought through victory and pain by test of their courage our freedom was gained in homage to those gone before us the heroes of lands in the On building one Caribbean Raise your voice and high Sing of your Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel our hearts beat as one Celebrate in song As we rise to heights where we Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I always start this program with the Caricom Anthem because uh, it is my belief that, that we are more than just Dominicans. We are Caribbean people. And by extension, we are people of the Americas um, and, or, and we are citizens of the world. Uh, and, and so that is very fitting into what we have to discuss tonight because uh, tonight we're going to talk about Dominica. And those of you who know of Dominica, those of you who live in Dominica, who have visited Dominica, you immediately know that there is something special about Dominica. And it, not, it is not just special for Dominicans. I believe that Dominica belongs to the world. And so the people of Dominica, people who live in Dominica, have just been given stewardship of, of Dominica to, to protect it and to guide it. Uh, so that it can remain available for the world, for all the contributions that Dominica can make to the world. And so tonight, uh, we're going to talk about 
the, we the people of Dominica, whether we live on island or we live outside of the island, we, we want to look inwards and say, what are we doing to contribute to protecting Dominica? Because we've seen of late so many activities that, that seem to be, you know, just opening Dominica beer, we're laying her beer, we're taking her guts out, and all the things that we enjoy. Um, we see, you know, excavation going on by the Emerald Pool. So the Emerald Pool, how long is it going to be Emerald? Because you get enough silt in there, it will no longer be Emerald. Um, we see silting at, at so many of the places that we're proud of, and, and we don't hear um, anybody rising up in defense of Dominican. So that's what I want to talk about tonight. And when those topics come up, there's no better person to, to bring that bring that topic up so we can discuss it with them, Mr. Afi Martin. Afi Martin is, is, a, is world renowned. He's known worldwide for his environmental work. And he has contributed more than his fair share in, in protecting Dominica from when there was a plan to do copper mining, um, when there, there are plans to, to destroy the forest, when there's activity happening that we may be unaware of the implications when uh, of opportunities that we could take advantage of to make use of the blessings of Dominica. Afi definitely has played his part. And, and lately, we've seen some new people, um, maybe a changing of the guards, per se, um, because one, Afi being one man, of course, he's had collaborators, but then we see some young people who are really stepping up and also... And so featuring highly among them are uh, a group called Moon Sevier. And for those listeners who are not from Dominica and you don't know Creole, it means serious people. Simply speaking, it means serious people. People who are about serious business, no child's play. And, and we see them and, and they are very serious and, and some might say militant. And so Afi's here tonight in his capacity as the president of Geo, Geo Tourism Stewardship Council. Um, he's wearing that hat tonight, and that's an organization that has a special focus on protecting the Montuapiton National Park, which has been declared a World Heritage Site. And so, and so we'll go to Afi first. Um, I will let Afi introduce himself to the new listeners that we've picked up since he's been there. And for those of you who are not from Dominican, may not be as familiar with him as, as we are. So. Um, we, he, I will let him introduce himself and also introduce the reason why um, it is so important that we focus on this topic tonight. And afterwards, I am going to introduce you to these young men from Moon Sewe. So, Afi, as the African matter, thank you for, for coming on. It's, it's always a pleasure to have you on because we learn so much. Yeah. So, welcome, welcome back to this weekend. Anthony, it's a pleasure always to be with you. And, and um, tonight is a particular pleasure because I have the honor of, of sharing the program with the, the persons, and I can say so publicly, this is the first group of people that I have felt comfortable, if you will, passing the baton to, passing the baton of, of, of protecting these extremely valuable resources that make up Dominica. Dominica has two resources that are globally significant, globally st strategic. One of them is clean air, which we take for granted. The other one is wonderful water. Why are they strategic? No living organism can survive without clean air or without water. And these are two resources that we have in abundance in Dominica. And it is, it is incumbent upon us in the spirit of the CARICOM song, composed and sung by, by Michael Henderson as you opened the show, it is incumbent upon us to realize our stewardship doesn't end here. In the same way that our stewardship of our, our family is not the be all and end all of our lives. We have to steward our community, our neighborhood, and eventually, ultimately, our nation. So the stewardship of Dominica is not an act in favor of Dominica. It's an act in favor of the, world, of the world, of the earth, because the world is running out of clean air and running out of water. If we are to honor that, that stewardship responsibility, we must stand up and we must protect these resources, not only because we could not live here 
if we lost the clean air and lost the water. But we have seen examples all around us of other Caribbean islands that used to have clean air and used to have lots of water, rivers included, including the island of Haiti, which if you look at photographs of Haiti 100 years ago, they had rivers. They had forests. But look at Haiti today, and you could see where we will end up if we do not stop the madness, the insanity that is occurring all over Dominica. My organization is focused on the World Heritage Site because it links us firmly through the World Heritage Convention to the rest of the world. We have seen in recent times, in recent years, the, 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 the absolute violation of the integrity of that place. We have seen the, the development of a quarry by somebody who no less sat in the cabinet of this administration. And he's opened a quarry right in the buffer zone of that World Heritage Site, which is having a, a massively deleterious, harmful effect on the Tito Gorge, the Trafalgar Falls, and the Rosa River. And we have to, to have that place shut down. And frankly, not just shut down. The people who have engineered that catastrophe need to be made to pay for having done that damage. Similarly, we're seeing ongoing damage. Companies that are not even Dominican-owned have been given permission by the government of Dominica to actually mash up the, the, the area surrounding the, the Emerald Pool in the Poncasse area by the mining and the clearing of forests all at the entrance of that, of that enormously attractive place. The rivers of Dominica, we are looking at the Pegua River and the Londonderry River, we are seeing where two companies, one a French company, the other one a St. Lucian company, has established, if you will, an operating base in, the, in those rivers to harvest, mine the stones and the sand from those rivers. And if you take the stones and the sand out of the river canal, you are actually destroying the rivers. So what we are faced with, Anthony, is there's a massively aggressive and insane campaign on using heavy equipment to mash up and destroy the rivers of Dominica. And this is happening at the time when the leader of this country is, 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 is in Dubai at an expo, a tourism expo, promoting Dominica as the nature island, the first climate resilient country, etc. While at home, his administration, with his permission, he is the planning minister actually, is allowing the destruction of the very nature he seeks to promote. I say I feel comfortable, more comfortable tonight than I did before, because finally I see a group of people who understand that if you have things that you believe in, that you are not prepared to stand up and fight for and even die for, you don't really believe in them. And I find in this group of Munsewe, they're serious, not just in word, but in deed. And that is what it's going to take to save Dominica from the excavator's blade. And so I am happy, I am pleased, I am comforted, I am energized. At the, at the, the ripe young age of 75, I can start all over again, Anthony. 48 years ago, I went to Castle Bruce in 1972. I was 27 years old when I got to Castle Bruce. 27. Today, I am 75. Tomorrow we go to Castle Bruce. I am 75, 48 years later, this time to protect the rivers that make Castle Bruce that wonderful, idyllic place that I learned to love and like. And so um, that's why we're here. We're here to, to song the cry, to song the call, to urge the other warriors who are Dominican and non-Dominican to come forward. Join us. Let us put an end to the madness that is destroying the nature island. Let us do it. If we don't, our children will not be able to live here. Thank you for that, Afi. And before I go to Munsiri, let me just tell listeners who are, who are watching or listening, please share the link. I mean, the conversation that we have in here is so important and it is so critical. I, I, it's like Dominica is on a tipping point and more people who can hear this rational message that, 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 that is being shared is the better for Dominica. 
So go ahead and send the link um, to that to to everybody that that that's on your contact list. Let's do a global or send it to individuals, but ask them to join us. Um, there's plenty of conversation to go on still. So um, tdntv.net for those who do not have Facebook, they can go to tdntv.net, or they, if they're on Facebook, they can go to this week in interview Facebook page, TDN Radio Facebook page. It's live in Dominica on um, RVR Jams on DigiPlay Channel 59. So, and I uh, send out the links, uh, invite people to listen to this conversation. Uh, Moon Sewye, guys, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you all. I, I, I'm sitting in New York and I see you all put yourself on the line because the police in Dominica is so brutal. And so many times I see you all face up to them. And, and you come back the next day and you're unafraid and, and it's admirable. Um, and, I, and first of all, what I want to say is thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. Um, and it's a pleasure to have you. I know there, there are three or four of you, so I'm just going to give you each an opportunity to take a couple of minutes and you each just introduce yourself and talk a bit about what Moon Serie means and what the organization is about, what the objective is, what it is that you hope to achieve. Because up till now, I have seen you guys mostly on the political front, confronting atrocities that's happening on the political front, contraventions to our constitution and so on. And then of late, um, you all have been tuning up with AFI and going out and, and, and bringing light to Dominicans about the atrocities that's happening to the environment. So each of you guys take a take take a couple of minutes introduce Moon Sewe to my audience. Welcome. Yeah, well, welcome. Um, thanks for having us. Actually, and, and yeah, Moon Sewe, we at Moon Sewe. I mean, we, we actually got we've been on the sideline watching the politics for. The past 20 years and what has been going on in Dominica, we just reached the point where we just got to, to, to be fed up and frustrated of what is happening in Dominica because the situation here is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's appalling, it's sad, you know, and uh, we just figure we just reached the point where we have to come out and do something about it and address the matter, you know, so that is really what it it will kind of drive us to, to, to the point we are today. And, and for me, I'm an architect by training, actually. So it was kind of seeing all what is happening in the environment. And uh, we would really like, what we would like to see is for we Dominicans come together and address our problems because we have a government that is not really standing up for us as a people. Instead, they are using their authority to abuse, victimize, discriminate. And, and that's sad. We as a people, as a society, there's no way we should be standing for this type of, uh, of a governance. You know, so don't say we decide to take up that try to try and get as much people as possible involved in the fight and, and to deal with the situation because it's a situation that needs to be addressed. You cannot be living in communities and seeing people not getting assistance because of their political views or their polit political allegiance. And, and we continue to not have the discussion and pretend like it's not happening. People are afraid to speak because they know they are being victimized. They will not get the assistance. People telling you, well, yeah, their children want scholarship. They want this. They want jobs. Payment. I mean, it's just too much. So, once we decided to take it up and to try and get the people activated, because if we have to get as much people as possible, so we can get this government to resign, because. This is the ultimate goal, you know. The ultimate goal is to get the government to step down. And that is really what it is about because the government is not in the interest of we, the people of Dominica. And it is being shown all over. And this is one of the reasons why we target Africa also because when you look at the situation and the destruction of the natural environment, that is a major 
lapsed by the government in themselves because they are the administrators and they are taking up their responsibility. So it's for us as citizens of the nations to take this responsibility and ensure that the government keeps its responsibility to we the people. Also, that is just part of, of what really drove us. We just got fed up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Anybody else on Munsawe? Jump in, jump right in. Yeah, well, my name is Flaco. Good evening to the nation and to anybody that's listening. And, you know, it is said that a man will not fight for himself. You know, it's like the almost like the lowest of forms because he has to be not only made free, but kept free because he will not fight to keep his own self free. And therefore his children will be born into slavery and not having an example of what it is to stand up. And having seen my brothers, um, former classmates that we went to primary school together, you know, and seeing them standing up to me was a call to action because it is one thing to sit down and complain and it is one other, it is a complete other thing to take decisive action to initiate change. And it is said also that the people who are comfortable, though they might complain, they are not the ones who will usher change. It is the ones who are uncomfortable and the, the ones who are, who are driven to act, who are the ushers of change. So, Wanting to see change in Dominica, not only in terms of um, policy and politics, um, so in, in social, on the social front, but also on the environmental front, you know, we've seen that the people, the people values have, have shifted to, to basically only, you know, money and, and instant gratification, you know. Right. We, we have right. forgotten that we are not we are not owners of the land, but rather we are stewards and custodians holding on to and and, and trying to to safeguard the value of of, of the, the the gifts that we have been endowed for future generations. And um, seeing a group of my peers willing to to stand up and to answer the call. I find it, I found it myself. I found it prudent to stand up myself. Awesome. awesome. And thank you. And thank you guys for that. Um, whoever else is there can can jump in and, and, and say a few words as well. Well, good night. My name is my name is Bujo. Hey, Bujo. And we serious people is born from the idea that Dominicans are not participating in their democracy. And this lack of participation in our democracy is leading to the degradation of our society and even our environment on a level that shouldn't be tolerated. And watching over the last 20 years, the disintegration of our society through bad leadership, we have decided that we want to take a stand and we want to inspire the generation under us to participate in the democracy, to rise against the oppression that their parents are facing, that they are, that they are facing, that the entire society is facing. When we, when we grew up, we were told to leave these guys' things alone for them. Do not participate in the, in the, country, in the runnings of the country. That is for one set of people. And that has led to a generation not participating in the political structure of the country. And this is something we aim to change. So we would like to activate the people to participate in their democracy by learning their constitution, by spreading the constitution, and by standing for the constitution of Dominica, which is a document that binds us all together. Every one of us is protected and empowered by the constitution. So at Munsewe, we want to inspire our next generation to stand for themselves and to stand for Dominica and the ideals that have been lost that have to be fought to 
to deal with the problems of today, like for example, the, the destruction of our rivers by foreign contractors hired by the government. If we do not take a stand about those things, there will be no rivers for the next generation. There will be tremendous loss of opportunity for our people. I myself, I'm a farmer. So the preservation of the environment is of the utmost importance to me as an individual. But as Munsewe, the preservation of the Dominican society, the Dominican culture, the Dominican heritage is of the utmost importance to us and to me as an individual. All right, thank you for that. Any, anybody else um, is on there? Yeah. Okay. Good evening. Hey, Maggie, what's up? Yes, Maggie, Dunstan Maggie Peters. Yeah, greetings. <laughs> okay, um, just like Flaco, um, I felt I felt the need to stand. I, I, I saw my brothers and them from my, from my area, Newtown, Charlottesville. I saw them standing. And what drew me even more to, to, to step forward is what I saw them standing for and what I saw them standing with. They were standing with the Constitution. And their mood of, their mood of um, movement, their, 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 their defense was the Constitution. And they were standing and uh, telling the, the, the police, you know, that they have a right to stand there and the, the Constitution gives them the right. And when I see that this is what it is, it's, it's, um, it's not no, you know, illegal thing, it's not no, uh, like, like nothing, you know, out of the way, no violence, nothing is just using the law that God that governs us. I said, yes, I need to be part of this. This is, you know, this is, this is important. And then what they were standing for is for the rights of the people and like them, I've been, you know, on the sidelines as well, watching, you know, saying that this, you know, the politicians will run the country and we're checking our scene, you know, a while and then realizing that that the politicians really, nothing isn't happening, you know, they're not checking the scene, you know, and um, so I decide like, yeah, just like them that we cannot, we, we can no longer, I can no longer stand and don't do nothing. And just I hope that the politicians will get it get it done and they will solve the problem. I see the need that we need to participate and and Moon Survey, we're trying to get other people to join us to participate because participation is the ultimate key for us to be able to to, to fix our situation we are in right now. It's the lack of participation that has gotten us there because the politicians um notice that we're not participating, so they just doing what they want and we we cool. So we want to make them understand that. We in pain, we are suffering, and they are the reason why they're not doing what they need to be done. And we need to step up and do what get it done ourselves as a people. All right. So, All right. anybody else from Montevideo? That's it. Probably That's for... it. All right. Awesome. Thank you for all of that, gentlemen, and thank you for what you do. I have to take a quick break so we can get some words from the sponsors. When we come back, we're going to be fleshing out a few of those points that you guys made. Um, about the constitution, about standing up, the examples that you guys are setting. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Presented by... Hi, have you always wanted to learn how to paint but felt that you didn't have the talent to try? Well, pick up that paintbrush and join me, Nicole Georges Bennett, for Art and the Word on TDNTV.net Wednesdays at 10.30 a.m. with repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Join me for an exploration through art appreciation and biblical inspiration on Art and the Word, tdntv.net, Wednesdays at 10.30 with repeats on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Let's paint. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. 
Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Well, 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 here we are back in Redemption Village and everything looks just as we left it. The streets are filled with bustling, happy villagers. And there's Ma John right in front of her shop and Ma Rogers right next to her. Yes, yes, everything looks just the same way we left it, but here comes a car with a loudspeaker. Come one, come all, our man is coming to town. And look, he coming to redemption. And then he turns around and begs people for money. Do you believe that? Countries around the world are reporting a rapid increase in the rate of infections. Your husband trying to hurt you? If I can stay one step ahead of him, I stay alive. Blanca, you next. Then, Philip, I will leave you for last. All of us have seen, my friend. Iniquity, looseness. But is it just going to be you and me? You have nothing to fear, my dear. I am a man of God. I told you that criminal child abuser was trouble. I think he raped me, Mom. Oh, fire, fire! Pops, pops, the church on fire! Yes, sir. What? How? Call the fire station. Grab the horse from the back of the house. Open the peg wider. Bonjour, Edemoy. The drama is back. Season 4 of Redemption Road premieres Sunday, October 10th at 7.30 p.m. Listen to Redemption Road on Life101Radio.net, TDNRadio.net, and Gaiac FM. All right. Welcome back, listeners. I'm going to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, I know <clears throat> this week was an exciting week. For, for the folks who are fans of Redemption Road, season four started on Sunday, and there's a repeat of the first episode after this after this this weekend interview program at 9 p.m. So this is the season when I have to exercise really good discipline because I'm not allowed to go past my 9 p.m. deadline. Uh, and so with that in mind, let me let me go back quickly to to Munsevie. We have lost Afi. Um, because he said he lost his internet, so he's trying to reconnect. But but I think um, the guys from New Moon Survey can more than carry the rest of the hour with us. And, and so, um, guys, you all go to just determine who speaks, or more than one person can speak. As I said before, uh, most of my familiarity with you was your protest, your political protest, um, when the police... Uh, was arresting folks um, unjustly. You guys were out there in the front line for electoral reform. You guys had days of, of protest. And um, I mean, it's easy when you are far to say, well, I wish I was there, I would join that. But I know when, when you're on the ground and you see them brutal people come at you with guns, it's a whole different story. Um, but, but you guys stand up and you put your bodies on the line for that. But, but let us stick with the theme of the environment. Um, I want you guys to take a couple of minutes because Afi said you all have safaris where you go to different areas where the government or, the, or some people are, are doing activities that seem to be harmful, that seem not to be properly thought out or thought through. Um, so let's bring, take a few minutes um, and let's quickly bring the audience up to speed with some of those activities and some of the impacts that, that, that we already see. Okay, so as we as we all um, are aware, we speaking about um, climate change and more more um, intense adverse weather effects. And over the past few days, the the videos and the media on social media would drive home that that point even more. Um, 
this is not um, isolated to just one area. I mean, whenever you have rainfall and you, you look at the siltation taking place in most of the, the river mouths, you know, you will see that the, the entire um, the, the, the seawater um, has a lot of soil. And because of that sedimentation, then you have the reef being affected and, and the, the, the fisheries being affected as well. So not only do the fisher folk have the challenges of um, Sargasso, especially on the east, you also have these weather events bringing down um, debris and soil that, that destroys the reef and affecting the, the aquatic life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'll you just know, you know, I can jump in there and say I I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I I used to work at the Wasco as the um, oh, as chief engineer okay. at the Wasco. So so I'm really familiar with the water and the rivers and the importance. And every time I see a flood, it may sound cold. Every time I see a flood in Dominica, I am less concerned about the the damage that it's doing to property because that can always be rebuilt. What I see is just millions and millions of tons of topsoil just being lost um, yeah. in the river and, and, and to the water. So talk, I, you guys can, can point out some specific projects that's going on that seem to be having some adverse impact on the environment. Well, um, specific um, projects. Um, so the safaris, for example, that you guys were on. Yes, we, we well, have. Go ahead. Well, the safaris. Normally, we used to go out on a Saturday, for instance, and then we'd um, be doing village to village. And then when the um, lockdown came because of the COVID, we kind of stopped that activity for a while. When we started, we resumed. But after that, now we were doing, we had a, a period where the lockdown kind of, the, the, the regular, the, what do you call it? The regulations were lapsed. So what we did, we took the opportunity with AFI and then we went on to a few sites. You know, we got complaints about certain activities that were happening and then we decided to, to go out and speak about it and make the world know and see the rest of Dominica especially to see the irresponsible behavior of the authorities especially, you know, the people that are supposed to be responsible for our administration. And, 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 and part of it, one of it, one I think, well, the first the one, one was, I think, Emerald. Yeah, the first one was Emerald. Yeah, pool. Emerald. Yeah. Yeah, we went to the Emerald Pool, and it's interesting to note um, that after our visit, um, the activity ceased because mm. there was um, rumors that a quarry was being um, started right adjacent to the to the entrance across from the entrance to the um, emerald pool right but but um let me let me just uh, mention this here that the the contractors on the on these projects you know they, these projects were tendered that means that all the estimates were done the 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 quantities meaning the tariff that would be needed the the transportation that would be needed to, to transport that those materials to this to the location that they would be needing. So there was no reason or there is no part of this the, the agreement that says that you, you should go into the river and remove material. And I think what is happening is that contractors are cutting corners and illegally mining in the river for materials to to, to boost their profits or to, to, to save the costs on their projects. But what I'm saying is that if the projects have already been tendered and all the estimates have, have, been, have been handed in, then planning should have been there supervising and ensuring that, you know, all of these, these uh, requirements are met and no corners are being cut. Right. Because whenever these projects are going on in certain communities, and you know, that is the troublesome thing. The people in the community are saying that they are not opposed to the to the, the development project, which is the road. And rightly so, because 
like I said, the project was tendered with all of the quantities and the estimates. So I think they should yes. get something. Pyro, because, Pyro, uh, can we? The project I really speaking about is um, we have the, 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 the rehabilitation of the um, Cassie Bruce to Hatton Garden Road, which is a main road, is a high velocity road. Mm -hmm. And it's a road that basically carries a lot of traffic, heavy traffic, high velocity. And the contractor who is who has been granted the tender to execute that project is Gadakan um, Group. How do you call it? GJG. So it's Group Jack Gadakan. He's a French from out of Bad Loop. Uh -huh. And they've been illegally mining in the Casabros River stones, which they use along the, 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 the um, road rehabilitation project in the widening of the road and so on. Right. And it's something that I've been planning within themselves should have taken some level of action against Gadakar. I mean, there should be some fining, there should be something, because this is a, we, we have to understand that the ministry has a responsibility to the citizens of the land and most importantly to the environment. The environment. You know, because we, we, I mean, we live in the, we live in the world and we harvest in the, the earth, but we have to do it in a responsible manner. If we go about just destroying ecosystems and so on, then like Afi was mentioning earlier, you could look at Haiti, even St. Lucia, where they used to have certain rivers and they no longer have rivers. I spent four years in St. Lucia. St. Lucia normally every year has some serious droughts. So do we want to find ourselves in that type of condition, like St. Lucia, for example? Right. I know, and, and, and these are things that we have to consider as a people. And if we, if we the ones that know better, see this type of Ill irresponsible, illegal behavior going on, being carried on, and do nothing about it, then we too have a, a part to play in, 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 in what is happening. So we decided, you know, so we have to expose these things. We would like people to understand the process and even, even, even the, the structural, how should I put it, the structure of the ministry because we have, for example, the chief physical planner, right, who should be investigating these things, issuing stop orders for where certain things is, um, like, like for example, certain activity like the illegal mining of the rivers. But the chief physical planners they're supposed to be able to deal with those situations, right? The the, the quarry at, at low low in the buffer zone of the um, UNESCO World Heritage National Park, and like forestry issue, um, try to get physical planning to issue on five different occasions, stop order for a quarry in the buffer zone of the World Heritage National Park, UNESCO World Heritage National Park, an activity which is illegal. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that in the structure of this, the chief physical planner, yes, somebody who's supposed to be trained and who's supposed to have the comprehension and understanding the environment and the built the natural environment and the built environment and how each affects the other especially right, right, right. environment on the natural environment on the natural environment right and have it been done in a balanced and, and responsible manner but with all this a minister the Minister of Planning could override the decision of a chief physical planner. And in the structure of things, it makes no sense. And, and the thing about it is that, though, that should not, that fact in itself should not prevent the physical planner from carrying out his duties. Because then the record can show that he made a decision and it was overridden. You know? Yes, I agree so, what you say. And and, 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 and and that is what well, that, that's what I think is happening. That's what I like the way Moon Sylvia is approaching it from a constitution point of view. Because what what seems to be happening in Dominica is a lot of the institutions and the systems that are put in place to provide checks and balances 
are being dismantled. And yes. in, a, in an environment like that, um, it, it takes people like you. And, and the, the, that's the theme of tonight's discussion, is to challenge every Dominican, challenge everybody who's listening to look at yourself and say, if I say I am proud of Dominica, if I say that two days ago I posed the flag of Dominica and said, no tutsi Dominica, and you're proud of Dominica, what exactly are you proud of? True. If you say you're proud that Dominica has waterfalls and rivers and forests, then your pride should be reflected in your reaction True. when you see those kind of atrocities. Your, your pride should be reflected when you see the, all the institutions being broken down. And so I, I know we're coming up close to the end of the hour, and that's why I was jumping in, because I want to take the opportunity to encourage you guys, okay? Because I see what you do. And one of the biggest things that you do is to show that it is possible. True. Because, because the government is using so much intimidation and they're cracking down so hard on any voice of dissent that Moon Sewe is demonstrating that, listen, we can stand up to these guys and we're still here, we're still breathing, we're still talking, we're still strong. Sure. And so that cannot be overlooked as the contribution that you guys are making in that space. And so I want to encourage you to, to continue that fight, to, to, just, to just hold strong and really contribute, continue that fight and I want to encourage my audience, I want to encourage my listeners to learn more about Moon Sewe. If, if, you, if you haven't seen their work, I'm going to give them a chance in a while to say when they do their lives, um, to tune in. And not only that, I want you to make a commitment to support them. Even if it's $10 a month or $20 a month or whatever it is, they will tell you what arrangements they have in place to be able to receive support. I think it is so important that we have some young, strong Dominicans on the ground who are facing up, facing up to all of that, all of that big, heavy machinery, and they're demonstrating that it can be done. So that's why I, I wanted to jump in there to make that point. So I'm going to go back to you guys to tell the audience when they can see the work that you do, where they can find you and what kind of support that they can give to you as you, as you move along on your mission. Well, yeah, normally we keep a, a Monday night live from about 8.30 to 9, and it just runs about normally around a two, three hours, so. On your so Facebook our, page, right? Yes, on the thing, we have a Facebook page where we normally keep the Monday night live. Okay. And we discuss matters based on our national issues, politics, or we can see a way forward, you know, as a country, as a society. And on a Saturdays, we normally go out to different communities to engage the communities, to engage people, speak about our constitution, actually give out constitutions to anyone interested in, in, in learning about the constitution. And we have a few programs we would like to get going, you know, so, yeah, Moon Survey is all about national development, all about coming together as Dominicans for Dominica and, and, and encouraging the whole nation building the spirit of we getting together and dealing with our issues as a country, you know, because we have a lot of issues and our issues are not being addressed especially by our administration, our government. We're just being sidelined. People are being victimized because of their political views. And that's not right. Our constitution actually says that it's illegal to victimize somebody because of their political views or their religious stance or whatever of their personal belief it may be. You know? So we have systems that are not protecting anyone, not protecting the citizens. It's like the lawyers in particular. I mean, what type of judiciary system we really have in Dominica? We so, have the, yeah. The, so so there, 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 are several, there are several areas that, that you guys are tackling. Um, yes. How, if somebody wants to contribute and to support what you all do, what are the avenues for that? 
Well, we've been having a little difficulty with setting up our contribution scheme. So normally, we kind of get small funding here and there through, say, Western Union or so on. Because actually, we try and register as an NGO. And, and well, recently, the Prime Minister gave his his um his speech in Guyana. I think it was when he said that the NGOs. You're going to ban the NGOs or some sort of wording like that, you know. And mm. We've been getting a fight down because our lawyer says that they claim that they know who these guys are and that their goal is to follow our government. So how can how can they allow a group like that to be registered as an NGO? You know, so we're not hiding nothing, you know. So basically, oh, we, need to, we need to be able to raise funds to support you in those kind of activities. Maybe you can challenge the government in court because as citizens, you have the right of freedom of association. That's a right that's enshrined in the Constitution. Yes, exactly. And, and so if you're being prevented from exercising that right. So listeners, what I would say is that go on this guy's Facebook page, Moon Sewe, and, and contact them. Send them an inbox. And, help them to organize guys i want to tell you that I, I i'm very happy to have you all on and you guys are welcome anytime um, to come back i know the hour was a little short um you guys are, are welcome to come back we have maybe 30 seconds left because i have a, a replay of a, of, a, of a program that's had on nine o'clock um so so we have to end i'll give you guys the 30 seconds to make some closing closing remarks um and and it was just awesome and once again thank you so much for what you guys do thank you yeah thanks well in closing we just really like to say you know we like to see dominicans we like to see us as a people as a community as a society as a country come together and represent for dominica it's like we, you were mentioning earlier on what is it about the flag what is it about us our culture our heritage let us stand for who we are as Dominicans. Come together, stand for the victimization, stand for the discrimination, and, and just be us. Let us unite, you know, stop Definitely. Let us see Dominicans develop for the benefit of Dominicans. Let us see yeah. Dominica support Dominicans, and therefore Dominica can then be contributing to the advancement of humanity as a whole. And of yeah. So, so guys, I, I admire you all. Um, from a safe distance, I give you as much support as I can. We definitely will I'll try to rally some resources to, to assist. Um, let's stay in touch. You guys are welcome to come back and, and we'll, we'll organize it to where you, you know, if, yeah, you we'll make, if you're open to it, we can we can come back. Before I run, I would just say, listeners, that Moon Sewe has been very, very careful not to align themselves with any particular political party. Um, they've remained very apolitical, even though they're saying that the present government is doing a, a horrible job with the stewardship of the country and therefore they should leave. They're not aligning themselves with any one political party. So they're very apolitical. And yes. so it should, um, let's, let's show some support to them. So guys, thank you so much. Um, I, I really appreciate you coming up. Thank you to my guest, Mr. Afi Martin. Luckily, he gave us a really good introduction because then he lost, um, he lost, um, in, you know, he lost internet. Um, I, I know Ms. Adams always say that my show is very short, but you know, that's part of the strategy to give you just enough so you come back next week. No, but <laughs> maybe we'll talk to the producers maybe to extend some of the shows to 90 minutes, but now is Redemption Road season. So I have to run. So thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great week. And just become familiar with what is happening in Dominica that is destroying Dominica so that when we do get our country back, we, we would not have gone so far that, we cannot, that it becomes too much of a challenge to recover. So stay tuned for a repeat of episode one, uh, season four of Redemption Road. Thank you so much, guys. <music>